It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have to give props to our next guest who's going to join us on the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. I thought Brett Boom was going to homer it up last time he was on. But no, he kept the Rangers on top. Yeah. of the American League West for his selection. And that was two weeks ago. And joining us now is the host of the Brett Boom Podcast, an Odyssey original featuring the most notable names in baseball and all-around sports every week. How? How did you see it coming? We're all shocked this is a miracle that they're two and a half games up. <laughs> I don't think it's a miracle. They're good. They just they, they hit a low. I mean, they had a – from the get-go this year, they got off to a hot start and had that, had that division – you know, led that division – for a long time, then all of a sudden, few injuries, guys, guys go down. Um, you're going to have a lull. There's very few teams. You know, the Atlanta Braves maybe this year. There seems to be one team a year that kind of goes start to finish with no real downtime. But but most teams uh, hit it hit a lull, and and Texas did. Now they're getting hot at the right time. They had a little bit. You know, they got beat up pretty good last last night by an Angels team. But that's going to happen. They're coming off six straight. The big thing is they went head to head with uh, the last ten games of the season, you know, and, and Seattle and it's Texas and it's Houston. Well, Seattle goes Texas, Houston, Texas, and they went down to Texas and got whooped. I mean, that that's been the the tale of of that that rivalry all year. Is is Texas got the best of them? I think now they're eight and one against Seattle for the season. So, if Seattle's able to hang on and get into the postseason at this point, it's you know it's kind of fifty fifty. They're just on the outside looking in, but if that matchup comes where where it's a Texas Seattle, Texas got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. You know that because it, it's going to come down to that last four games of the season. Texas got to feel pretty good uh, about the way the the season series has gone against them. But Brett, when does the lack of pitching now with the starters and the bullpen catch up to them? Well, you know, I'm trying to draw a parallel to the, to the National League, and I kind of found my team, I think, and that's the L.A. Dodgers. L.A. Dodgers have kind of flown under the radar because they've been so good for so long now. Yeah. But when you look at that rotation for the Dodgers, you, you, you're used to having a Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin. They've been absolutely dismantled this year. Urias, obviously, recently with the scandal that he's involved in, he's, he's suspended. Kershaw's still the guy at the top, the, the first ballot Hall of Famer, but they're limiting his, his innings. Gonsolin, who was a big guy for them a year ago, uh, he's down, and now he's got to have Tommy John surgery. Um, I'm, I'm looking at all the things. May, 
that they've been looking for, for years to be that big number one, number two horse starter. He's down. He's he's going for surgery again. So it's kind of been a patch job for the Dodgers. They have openers, and, and they're just kind of finding a way, plugging young guys into roles. Uh, their bullpen is is tough. The Dodgers have that that mentality that they go they're they're a big right-handed power arm but they go fastball change up and i was watching their series against who else the mariners <laughs> and they made the mariners look like they were playing in a different league i mean they're just good offensively they're really good they lost the two turners a year ago they lost a, a bellinger who's probably going to be comeback player of the year with the cubs but they haven't missed a beat offensively. This team is really good offensively. Obviously, Mets and Freeman at the top of that lineup. But I draw the parallel to the Texas Rangers in the American League. They're very similar. They pitch. They kind of scrape it together and find a way. I'll be honest with you. Once we get to the postseason and it starts dwindling down to the best of the best, I am a little bit worried about that Texas Rangers bullpen. But I think starting pitching-wise, they're just deep enough to give them a chance every game. And with that offense, its offense is as good as anybody. So it's going to be a fun run to see what happens. I think the American League is, from, from a percentage standpoint, is a better league. I think there's more really good teams, whereas the National League uh, has the best team in baseball. But I don't think there's as many teams that can really go deep into the postseason. It could be interesting to watch. Brett Boone joining us here, 105 Through the Fan. We were talking about pressure earlier, pressure on this Rangers team. Uh, to win now. They came kind of out of nowhere. You know, is there pressure on them to win this year in, in, in just the event, event that it's a a fluky season or it, since it's the beginning of the run, is there no pressure really to win at all this, this season? Two things. I mean, you think you look at it as an outsider, as a fan, as, a, as an analyst. Uh, no, there's no, there, nobody expects Texas Rangers to win the World Series. But I'll tell you, as a player, that's all you think about. You're not thinking about getting the postseason. You know how good that team is. You, you've been you've been living with them for six months. And when you go to the postseason, you don't go to, go to the postseason and say, "Oh, look, we made it. Good for us." You know, nobody expected us, and we made the postseason. They're expecting to win the World Series. That's just how players think when you get to the postseason. So uh, those players down there in that clubhouse, especially this recent run, they've they went on because, let's be honest, they went through that bump in the road. They, they heard everything everybody was talking about. They read the headlines. They read the newspaper. Well, now the Internet. And all of a sudden, they rally back and put themselves back in a position to win. Everybody just said, oh, yeah, as we expected, Houston's going to come in and win the division. Texas is going to fight for a, for a wild card spot. Well, they reversed that really quick. And, uh, you know, they're not thinking – just postseason. They're thinking winning this whole thing. I know Bruce Bochy and his mentality uh, with what they did in San Francisco, you know, in, in 10, 12, and 14, I think it was. I'll guarantee you Bruce doesn't have the mentality of just get to the postseason. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really like this Rangers team. I wish they, they had a little more firepower in that bullpen. You know, obviously the DeGrom was first and then getting Scherzer at the trade deadline and then him going down. Uh, that's a bummer. So, so if every, you know, if everybody was healthy, it would be a little more exciting, but I wish they just bolstered that bullpen a little bit, had a little bit more consistency in that bullpen. Cause then I think they're a legit world series contender for me, but uh, right now, one thing at a time, I think they're going to win the division. And I think that first round of playoffs, they definitely have the ability to get to the second round. We'll see from there, the depth in their starting rotation. I think, 
you might see Bruce getting, if that bullpen continues to, to plague him, I think you might see him plugging in some starters into that bullpen. We'll see. Brett, you know, there's a a campaign among some Rangers fans that would really like to see Corey Seager get named MVP. And obviously there's been a historic no there obviously there's been a historic season from Shohei Otani and, and and it's one of the rarest things we've seen in a hundred years. Um but but how do you fall down on on that discussion though of you know the rarity and the contribution from a guy for a team that didn't contend versus the the really impressive season from a guy like Seager on what would be a division champion? How do you wrestle with that when talking about MVPs? Well, back let's let's just go back into the middle of my career. That's kind of what it was based on. It kind of part of the criteria, unless you just blew the field away. Part of the criteria was. You kind of have to be a contending team, a team that's going to get to the postseason. That was kind of a prerequisite, uh, like I said, unless you were so much above the number two guy. Uh, I think in the once once Mike Trout came into the league and the Angels weren't in contention, but they were just giving him MVPs, I think they threw that away. So if we're going to do that, we're not going to change back now. Yeah, I, I like it to be kind of tied to to winning, a winning team, a team that's going to get to the postseason. But I think what baseball has said was it doesn't matter. We're going to pick the best player in the league this year. So once they did that, I don't think you can go back and forth. So I love Seager. I, I, I have always thought Seager's been a great player. I always thought he's an MVP-type talent. He's just had trouble staying on the field. Again, this year, he's missed some time. Imagine if he didn't miss time and was healthy the entire year. His numbers are, are kind of gaudy now. What What would they be if he would have had – you know, I, I don't know what he's missed, four to six weeks. Add that on and see how great his year would be. But I think when it comes down to it, what Otani's done, even though it kind of finished on a real sour note uh, with the injury to the elbow and then, yeah, I'm going to finish the season hitting. Now my team's out of it. So he, he kind of just disappeared and everybody's kind of speculating, like, what happened? Next thing we know, he got the surgery, which is probably probably smart when your mm-hmm. team's out of it. Let's Let's get that surgery as quick as I can so I can get back on the field as quick as I can, but you can't argue with the numbers. You can't argue with his body of work this year. And, and as great as Seager's been, and I truly think Seager is truly one of the great, great offensive players playing the key position shortstop. But what Shohei's done is it's just, it's just too beyond number two and what they've done. Booney, if Atlanta and the Dodgers, maybe the Dodgers, the two best teams in the whole league, Let's say they're at a mm-hmm. ten on a one to ten scale. The 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 third best team. How far is the gap between those two and everybody else? Okay, I like the Dodgers. Uh, I like the Dodgers more than probably most people like the Dodgers because the Braves are you know they're the favorite. They're the best team. They've proven it all year. In the National League, let's Milwaukee's in, Philly's in. Let's call Philly. I, I think they might have clinched by now, so they're in. Mm-hmm. I don't see any team that can beat the Braves or the Dodgers in the National League. Arizona, Chicago, Miami, Cincinnati, they're all vying for those for that wild card spot. But when I look at that, I look at the Braves and the Dodgers, the only team I think could give either one a problem in a short series is the Milwaukee Brewers. And, and that's because of the, their starting rotation. That can be dominant. So in a, in a, in a five-game series, uh, Milwaukee can beat anybody if their pitchers get hot. It, it, great pitching can always be great hitting. So Milwaukee Brewers are the only team I see that could possibly upset the Dodgers or the Braves. Other than that, 
uh, one of those teams is going to be, for me, going to be in the World Series. I, don't, I think Philly's good. Uh, I don't think they're as good as they were a year ago. And a year ago was kind of a it was kind of an unbelievable run. They got hot at the right time. They got ended up getting to the World Series. I don't see that again. And then you look at an Arizona, Chicago. Those are nice stories, but I, I don't think they have what it takes to go deep. Miami's a great story. Cincinnati's been the one. They haven't been. We haven't spoken Cincinnati in years and years. And they're you know they're a game and a half out right now. I don't think they're a real contender. Whereas as I mentioned earlier, you look at that American League team from Baltimore, Texas, Minnesota. Tampa Bay, Toronto, Houston, and Seattle, one of those teams is not going to be there. But if I were to look deep into the postseason, I can pretty much see any one of those teams I mentioned, maybe with the exception of Minnesota, winning the American League. It wouldn't surprise me if the Seattle Mariners went on a miracle run because their pitching is so strong. Toronto's got strong pitching. Tampa Bay's the unicorn of baseball. They do it year in and year out. Baltimore's proven to be the best team in the American League this year. Uh, does Bautista come back for them? Their big attribute Baltimore has is that power bullpen, and you get to the end of the game, there's nobody as good. Bautista's been out. He's throwing simulated games. Is he going to be effective like he's been all year, one of the best closers in the game? We'll see. So I can see any one of these teams. Houston, you can never count out the Houston Astros with the last six, seven years, and that group of guys that have been there, done that so many times. That American League, for me, is up in the air, whereas the National League, you know, as we started this segment was, it's the Dodgers and the Braves, everybody else, with the only team that could give them a problem for me is the Milwaukee Brewers. Great stuff as always. Thank you, boss. Enjoy the stretch run. We'll catch up again soon. It's going to be fun. All right, guys. Thank you. That was Brett Boone, host of the Brett Boone Podcast and Odyssey Original. Make sure to follow the Brett Boone Podcast on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Crosstalk with KMC is next.